Yes, what is up, y'all? We are back in our brand new podcast sort of studio slash setup, and it looks pretty good. It's getting there. It's not quite there yet. Um, we've got a few more things to come in the post, in the mail, from old uh, Jeff Bezos at Amazon, giving him some more money. But yeah, it looks really good. I've got a uh, YouTube video coming out um, probably later this week showing the setup. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, really happy with it. Really, really happy with it. It is Monday, 6.39 p.m. on a sunny Los Angeles evening. Um, didn't get up to a lot today. Woke up late. Didn't didn't hit balls today. Didn't go to golf. Roommates away with the missus. Um, I think they're out at dinner. Which is nice. We got a uh, sick new beanbag for the apartment. Haven't moved from it in about three days. It's one of those uh, love sacks that are so popular at the moment. But it, it, fair enough. It's the most comfortable thing. It's like you're floating. You sit on it. You sit on it, and it's just like. Um, it's like you're in, you're just sitting on like clouds. It's amazing. I've been sitting there playing uh, Call of Duty for most of the day, getting pretty good. There's a big update tonight that I'm looking forward to. Um, new guns. Not quite a new Warzone map yet, but we're on the wait for that. Um, don't know what else. A few game modes, whatever. It's Kawhi Leonard's birthday today. It's June 29th, his birthday. I didn't realize it was today. I saw a load of posts about it on Instagram earlier this morning. The claw, what it do, baby? Gonna bring the Clippers a championship later this year. The NBA season, I saw the NBA guys, they're, they're playing at Disney. Um, I saw something like 20 or 16 out of, out of 200 or 300 got uh, tested positive. So they've gone home and a few guys, Dwight Howard have said, um, including Dwight Howard, they said that um, they're not gonna play. Which is fair enough, I mean, you got to look after your family and whatnot, but I mean, it sucks for us. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be like. Um, I've been watching a lot of Premier League, and they've been, um, they've been injecting sort of fan noises. Uh, they've been injecting fan noises into the crowds. I quite like it. You don't really notice it too much. I don't like. I've I've seen like clips of um, of them playing in silence with no crowds, with the f without the fake sort of fan. Uh, it's super boring that it, it, it's interesting for like two or three minutes that you can hear what the guys are saying but i mean it, it definitely adds to the atmosphere and the enjoyment of watching definitely definitely it's been a it's been a minute since we recorded a podcast a lot's been going on i took a little break life kind of caught up a little bit um after the first two definitely feeling a better place to uh carry on i'm going to try and do one a week that's the goal um whether whether that's going to happen or not is another story <laughs> la's been absolutely it's just been crazy with the protests uh we had pride weekend uh which still went ahead even though about even though with the uh, social distancing um it's been really interesting restaurants have opened up again the governor yesterday actually um for eight counties i think including la county said that all the restaurants have to shut up, have to shut up again because there's a spike, which is not a surprise. Considering everyone's been going out completely ignoring it. I'm about to move to Texas. Where they don't, they just don't give a fuck, really. A lot cheaper as well. 
crazy how expensive houses are over here. I had a quick look. Uh, I had a look at the price of this place where we're at right now, and um, for what you can get in Texas for the same money is absurd. It's insane. Still haven't been running, working out particularly. Um, it's too hot. I, I've been mostly lounging on the roof. Um, it's just too hot. It's too hot to go running. I, c I don't understand how people can even do it. It's 28, 30 degrees every single day, and it's too hot to go running. It's just too hot. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. It's too hot. It's too hot. When I come home, when I go back home, I'll start running in the freezing cold when it's nice and you can run and you feel like you can run because this is just absurd it's stupid it's stupidly hot I want to do nothing but go to the beach and I still haven't been to the beach all year I think um, just before I came on they uh, they sent a mass text out saying the beaches are going to close uh, ahead of July 4th um, luckily I think we're going to Arizona we've got some friends down there so we're going to go to Arizona, uh, maybe rent a boat for July 4th, um, which would be super fun. Um, go on the lake, get some fireworks, pop them off. Um, yeah, one of my friends, my my uh, my roommate's actual, uh, his boss, he, he gave me his uh, set of Insanity DVDs. Now, if you don't know, Insanity is like this crazy, like, CrossFit... Um, just super super high intensity like workout stuff and he's like if you do 30 minutes of this you're going to be absolutely just throwing up on the floor which is kind of what i want because i don't i don't have time to go to the gym for an hour and a half a day and get big or like just spend the time there so 30 minutes is just an absolute just go hard as fuck for 30 minutes and then feel like you're dying and then you'll get over it and you'll feel really good uh, but he said it's super good. It's meant to be amazing. One of my old college teammates used to do it, and he's pretty, he's pretty fit, which is good. Pretty good and healthy. What have we been doing? Went out last weekend. Went to Barney's. Uh, if you don't know, Barney's is a super OG sort of talisman of Los Angeles. It is this uh, old school. It's almost a dive bar, but it's not really. It's, it's. How can I say it? Imagine like a super big dive bar with, with like pool tables, um, which you don't really get in like central Los Angeles, like West Hollywood. Hollywood, you get more sort of bougie places like um, like Catch and whatnot, where it comes. The bill is just super, super expensive. Barney's is super cool. Everyone, like a lot of people that go there, go there pretty much every day. Um, so it's kind of a pub feel, which is awesome because I've been missing that from home. Um, there's pool tables, there's shuffleboard, which is the greatest game ever invented. I wanted to get one in here, but they're actually super expensive. They're like, I think we looked at, there was like six, $700 for one, um, which is just crazy, but we don't really have the room, but it's awesome. If anyone, anyone alive, I swear to God, I'm the best shuffle player on the planet. If you want to take me on, just bring your wallet. Let's go. I don't mind at all. Uh, but yeah, Barney's is this super sort of old, it's been there for years, it's just sort of integral to sort of this area, especially West Hollywood. Um, on the back of the menu, they have a story about how it sort of came about and lists all the famous people that have been there, like Steve McQueen, Marilyn Monroe, just those sort of old school Hollywood people, which is super interesting, I think. So we went there with uh, a group of friends, um, came back here and watched the UFC fights. Uh, I 
don't think it was last night. I think it was the night before. But it was the Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker fight. UFC, which was phenomenal. It was the best fight I've seen certainly this year, possibly in a, in a long, long time. They just went at it for five rounds. Dan Hooker's face, I saw a picture of it the morning after. It looked an absolute, it looked like he got hit by a truck. It was just insane. Dust, they're both just crazy tough. Crazy tough. And I was thinking during the fights, I don't know what's, I don't know what's harder. Because boxing is generally, the main events at least, are 12 three-minute rounds. And you get a 30-second break. Or a 40-second break, I forget. What, I'm pretty sure it's 30 seconds. You get a 30-second break after a round. So 12 three-minute rounds, which adds up to, what, 36 minutes? Or you go five five-minute rounds, which is nine minutes less total, but you get a minute on the stool. But it's five minutes each round. I don't, I'm I've been trying to work out which would be harder sort of cardio-wise. I'm not sure. I feel like the... I feel I want to say the five minutes is harder because uh, I'd like to I'd like to speak to someone that's done both. Um, I I th I think I certainly haven't, but I think the five five minute rounds would be tougher because at the end, let's say at the end of the fourth and fifth round, or going into the fourth and fifth round, you're already absolutely just fucked. You're on you're out on your feet pretty much, and you've got to go and fight another dude for five minutes straight without a break and you, those last couple of minutes of that round I think it's got to be because three minutes you can sort of survive kind of a little bit there's a little more wiggle room in five minutes no you're not getting out of there unless your your cardio is just absolutely on point and if it's not you're going to get put out speaking of UFC um, John Jones called out Mike Tyson which was an interesting one or it might have been the other way around I think it was I think Mike I forget exactly what happened. One of them said something. I think it was, yeah, Mike Tyson said said something regarding boxing and UFC and how UFC is inferior or something. Or how they make less money, which they do because Dana White's, as much as I like him, he doesn't pay them. He's kind of an arsehole about it. I heard him the other day. He said, uh, it's an opportunity and not a career, which is the most stupid, ridiculous thing I've ever heard, considering these guys put their lives into it. And he's saying it's not a career, it's an opportunity. I don't know about that one, Chief. What do you want? You want them to find another job like Uber to train? Uber bartending? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Imagine, imagine Masvidal bartending. Or Covington, Usman, any of them, none of them. You know, it's ridiculous. It's it's absolutely outrageous to say it's not a career. Because it 100% is. But yeah, Mike Tyson called out John Jones or vice versa, I can't remember. Um, I think Mike Tyson said something and John Jones replied saying he'll, he'll box him if Mike fights him in the octagon afterwards. And John said he would promise, out of respect, he'd promise not to break anything on him. Which is... It's fun to talk about. It's never going to happen. It's not going to be like McGregor Mayweather where everyone would say it won't happen and then it actually does end up happening because a few people thought when McGregor Mayweather rumor started that it actually would come about and it did. But this is just, just it's just fun to talk about. Mike Tyson's like 53. He's not going to fight in his prime just this absolute monster in John Jones. There's no chance. Not a chance. 
I think John has about eight inches on him as well. It's just not going to happen. It's fun to talk about. But I tell you what, Mike Tyson looks in absurd shape. He, he's been seriously working out. The guy loves the Clippers as well. So he's, he's an absolute legend in my book, straight off. He, um, he's been really working out. I saw a photo of him a few years ago. And he was looking super overweight. He just let it go. He's just been eating. My man's been eating. Nothing. Nothing but food. He loves it. He's, just, he's been on the burgers in the MGM. And the shrimp. Loves it. He looks like, look at him. Look at him. He looks like he's eating about, he, 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 he just, he's been sitting at the MGM, the MGM Grand Buffet all day, every day since he retired. It's hilarious. He's, he, looks, he looks phenomenal now, I have to say. He looks absolutely outrageous. Really good shape. And he's still got the speed, which is insane. I would have thought they'd lose a little bit, but I saw a video of him hitting the pads or whatever, and he looks unreal. It looks like he could fight now. I don't think it's a good idea if he does, but he could. He looks like he could. You know, cardio definitely isn't going to be what it used to. Saw a little bit of the golf this weekend. Um, the man himself, Dustin Johnson, got it done. I saw a funny, funny stat. The um, they showed the ball locations. They had little dots in the fairway of how far everyone was hitting their drive on the 14th or 15th or something forget exactly what hole it was but there was basically a square line or a vertical line going across the fairway where you had like 10 guys and that's as far as they could hit it and they were all on the same line and Dustin was just down there on number 45 even Bryson everyone was like commenting under it where was Bryson's ball and he probably out of bounds I don't know <laughs> he's been going crazy I want to talk a little bit about Bryson DeChambeau my guy what on earth has happened to you if you put a side-by-side -side image of Bryson a year ago to now, it is unbelievable. He has been working out for three and a half hours a day, eating 5,000, 6,000 calories a day during the off-season or the sort of quarantine. And he is absolutely enormous. I have, like, never seen such a fast body transformation. Unless you're thinking about actors like Christian Bell, who just goes up, down, which is super unhealthy, but... But Bryson, I don't know if it's 100% muscle because I saw him putting and it looked like he had a little bit of a gut, BDC. It looked like he had a little bit of a gut there, but I mean, damn. Look, he's just massive. Look at the size of his legs. He's enormous. He looks like a, he looks like a linebacker. Looks like an outside tackle. He just looks absolutely enormous. Yeah, stick him on the Bears next to Cleo Mack. It'll be fine. They'll win the Super Bowl. But yeah, he's and he's bombing the ball. He's hitting it absurdly long. He had a pop at a 390 par 4 and hit it thin eye last week, which was stupid. But there's a lot of talk about length ruining golf and people are uh, hitting it too far now and the courses can't keep up. I don't... I think there's definitely a case for it, but I don't agree with everyone saying, oh, golf's ruined, oh, golf course is done, golf's done, people are cheating, it's unfair. It's not unfair. You go and work out for four hours a day and tell me it's unfair. Absolutely not. He put the time and work in and he's reaping the rewards. It's exactly what Brooks said. He put the work in that people are not willing to do, otherwise everyone would do it. 
and he's being the wars. He's hitting it 40 yards longer than everyone. What do they expect? That he's going to lift all these weights and not hit it as far? No. No. It's not even the equipment. It's clearly not the equipment. It's just the guy is massive. If you go back in the day, you take someone like Ted Ray. Now, Ted Ray, for those of you who have never heard of him, I would suggest, first of all, I'd suggest watching The Greatest Game, which is an unreal movie uh, with um, Shia LaBeouf. And I can't remember his name, the guy who plays Stannis Baratheon in Game of Thrones. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's about when Francis We Met won the, the amateur, won the US Open at Brookline in Massachusetts. I think it was like 1914 or... 1904 something like that um really cool story really really cool story i read the book i watched the movie it's awesome it's just super cool and to think it actually happened but ted ray who played in it and is in the movie he's a big one of the main characters in the movie was imagine john daly but british and in the 1900s so he's john daly wearing a top hat and a suit playing golf smoking a cigar it's the same thing you know drinking smoking standard Now, you're telling me that he has an unfair advantage over other guys because he's massive, he's big, he can get behind the ball and just fucking rip it? No, absolutely not. There's no way. You're just chatting complete shit because you're jealous of him or are jealous at least of how far he can hit it. It's ridiculous. It's completely, completely ridiculous. You know, it's, it's not some sort of myth or some sort of unanswered question of how to hit the ball further. You either increase your swing speed, hence working out, getting stronger so you can rip the club through faster, or you work on your technique. And he's been doing both. And that's why he's hitting it 45, 50 yards past the average tour distance. It's somewhat ridiculous anyway. But he's like borderline long drive. Those long drive guys are just freaks. I don't even want to get into that. Absolute freaks. I was on the range a um, few years ago. I was playing in a, a Jamaica tour event at Essendon, and Joe Miller was there, and Joe Miller's uh, British long drive. And in Matt, can you hear that dog? There's a dog barking, right? Yeah, that needs to stop. Um, yeah, Joe Miller was on the range next to me at Essendon and I'm ge I think it was during one of the practice rounds imagine so Joe Miller's world world long drive champion and the guys are just a, any of those guys that do long drive they're just built differently they've got that that fast twitch muscle fiber obviously and they just have this that most of them are absolutely massive unless you're talking about someone like Jamie Sidlowski who's who's only about five nine but his flexibility and his ability to just generates so much torque and power is incredible for his size it's kind of almost similar to a guy like justin Don justin uh, justin thomas who's super small super small weighs about 130 pounds and just whips it's like a whip the way he hits the club it's incredible to just see these smaller guys generate so much fucking power and then there's the big guys that just sort of don't they don't have the the ability to sort of generate a massive amount of power with like their frame you know or their body is just genetically not not built for that kind of thing i uh i was reading twitter earlier 
and I saw the uh, Fox and the USGA have stopped their deal for the US Open. Thank God. Hallelujah. We do not have to deal with the worst ball tracer I have ever, ever seen on a TV broadcast. It is horrific. So thank God we do not have to deal with Fox anymore. I'm so happy. Obviously, I don't want to be watching it, but I can't see myself qualifying for the US Open anytime soon, particularly. So, yeah, delighted. Can't wait for that. I didn't realize, I actually had no idea it was supposed to be a um, winged foot this year. I was on the golf course with a guy. We were chatting about it last week, and he was saying how he played winged foot um, a few years ago. And he said it was phenomenal. There's a golf course right next to it. I forget the name of it. And no one had any idea, but they built it because winged foot towards the beginning of the century or whenever it was made, I'm not 100% sure, um, was quite anti-Semitic. And they built a golf course on the next piece of land to it. And it was for the Jewish families that they obviously wouldn't let into Wingfoot at the turn of the century or whenever. And they made their own golf course right next to it. Literally the same piece of land next to it, a golf course back then anyway was specifically for the jewish people which i love it's just such a big like fuck you middle finger to wingfoot which is hilarious doesn't detract from both courses are absolutely phenomenal golf courses but it's a funny story i think or at least an interesting story um no european tour back yet still only pga tour they're playing in detroit this week i'm going to start a new a new little segment segment at the podcast because we're doing it on Monday, we uh, hopefully every week. I want to do it as a sort of recap of the week just gone, and then looking forward to the week ahead. That's all I want. I don't want think six years down the line, four years ago, whatever. I'm not interested. I want to stay present. So I'm going to do a little picks of the week segment. So as some of you know, if you would have seen the first uh, episode with Evan Singer, my boy. Not so terrible at making golf bets. I was uh I was one one shy of winning two million dollars in twenty twenty sixteen. Still hurts. Wounds still extremely fresh. Just like a dagger. Terrible. Yeah, for two million. Ugh. Rank. Anyway, my pick for the Rocket Mortgage Classic uh this week in Detroit on the PGA tour. Tyrrell Hatton. Now, he's an English boy. And I did not used to be his biggest fan. I thought he was kind of a dick. But, he's really, really grown on me. Um, I actually met his, uh, his caddy. Or his, I don't know if he's still caddying for him saying that. But his caddy's a super cool guy. Um, a lot of mutual friends. Went to golf college uh, in Sussex, where I'm from. Um, yeah, Tyrrell Hatton's this week's pick of the week. He he came he came third, tied third in um, down at Harbour Town in his first tournament back from quarantine, and I can see him. I can see him getting it done this week. He should get pretty good odds. I did not check what his odds were before I came on. Um, but you should be able to get a decent decent odds on him. Um, I was on the course last week. In a group, 
And, you know, I'm so, I'm so over the sort of standard golf conversation slash banter slash discussions. I want, I want new, original, like, just not even questions, just answers. So one of the guys came up with the standard sort of, um, if you have one course that's happened in every golf interview ever, ever, since the dawn of time, since the time there were fucking dinosaurs and fucking cavemen and mammoths, back then they would have asked this fucking question. They would have said, if you had one course to play for the rest of your life, what would it be? We've all heard it, you know, and we've all heard the same boring, dull, uninspiring answers. We know everyone wants to play Augusta. We know this. Or Cypress Point. Or Pine Valley. Or Pebble Beach. We know this. Can we please just be a little more original and come up with something different? Just something a bit more interesting which adds some discussion, not just, where would you play? Oh, Augusta. Oh, I'd play Augusta, you know? And it's the same. We hear the same thing every time. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Have you played it? No. Have you played it? No. Will we ever get to play it? Probably not. So what are we talking about? Can we like come up with some original, interesting thing that actually makes people interested? Like just like a random golf course. That is, more that is so much more interesting that I've never even heard of. That's so much more interesting to me than someone saying, yeah, I'd love to play Cypress Point. Yeah, me too. Great. That's the end of the conversation. It'd be amazing. Or they could pluck something out of the air, you know, like... I haven't played it. It's on my to-do list, actually, because it's not far away from here. Like Wolf Creek. If you don't know Wolf Creek, Google it. It's the most just ridiculous style of golf course I've ever seen. There's like 500-foot drops in the mountains. It's, in, uh, it's about an hour outside of Vegas, which is about five hours from here. It's outrageous. But, again, I'm going to ask myself this question. If I had one course to play for the rest of my life, what would it be? It'd be Royal Eastbourne because it's the greatest golf course on the planet and you cannot convince me otherwise. Even if it's in sh absolutely shit condition because of the green keepers at the moment, you know, it's still the greatest golf course on the planet. And if I had to play, if I had to play one place for the rest of my life, it'd be there. It'd be at the Royal with the boys. You know, if, if someone said, you've got one round of golf left, you can play Augusta, you can play anything, I'd say that. Give me the fucking first tee at the Royal Eastbourne. I will stroll in five minutes before my tee time with a fucking coronation baguette in hand from the spike bar. The boys will be on the first tee with a few beers. It'd be as, this is as good as it gets. It does not get better than that. Or you could go on Augusta and see it, and that's cool, I guess. That's what you're into. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I'd like to see a little more originality. We'll get there. We'll get there. Golf's getting younger. It's doing well. Ah, also, I've got actually another bone to pick. I'm so over... <laughs> I'm over a lot today. It's not, it's not meant to be a negative podcast, I promise. But, please, for the love of God, if you're confused about your golf swing, go to someone and get a lesson. Not me. I'm not a coach. I would rip my hair out trying to coach someone. I'm far too impatient and just definitely not suited to coaching but if you're struggling with your golf swing or your game please 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 stop watching youtube swing tip videos please i don't know how much clearer i can be 
just please they are so unhelpful ridiculous wrong 95 percent of the time they're just spouting it's nothing but a constant flow of utter bullshit coming out of these people's mouths and it drives me fucking insane to hear about these guys on the golf course on the driving range on the putting green Everywhere in the golf world, they're saying, yeah, I saw this video on YouTube last night. I'm super excited to get this. No, what are you talking about? You're going to end up thinking about a million different things. What you've heard on the video is probably completely fucking incorrect for your game and swing. And you're actually probably going to regress. So for the love of God, please stop. I beg you. If there's one thing I can do, (laughs) there's one thing I can do. It would be to put every golf online swing tip out of business and I would be so happy because they don't help anyone. I promise you, if you're interested about your swing or if you're struggling, just go and get a lesson. It would be such a better use of your time. Just go get a 30-minute lesson. Even that, a 30-minute lesson with a pro is so much more useful than watching these videos of tips and you're like, yes, I need to do that. No, no, it just, it doesn't apply to you because you have no idea. It it just doesn't apply to you, you know, it just doesn't, that's not your swing he's talking about. There's no generic golf swing. It doesn't exist. It's a fugazi, it's a fugazi, like Michael McConaughey said. Yeah, fugazi, fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a woozy, it's a fairy dust. It's not on the elemental chart, it doesn't exist. No, everyone's swing is so different. Some people might do this because of that. Other people might do that because of this. It just It's completely irrelevant and uncorrelated. So please, if you're struggling with your game, stop watching YouTube swing tips. That's all I'm going to say. I'm done. I'm not touching that so- topic anymore. I'm, um, I'm going to go and um, I've got I've to put a dartboard up. We had it up on one wall. We've marked the wall horrendously. So I've got to move it over to the other wall. That's my job for tonight. And then I can go back to playing Warzone. Not getting any wins because I suck because I haven't played it in a while. Um, Yeah. It's been real. It's been emotional. Um, Yeah. Oh, uh, one last thing. Um, One last thing. I'm going to start doing course vlogs. If there's anywhere or anything... For those of you who don't know, I get to travel quite easily. Um, I have contacts in the travel industry, which is super cool. And I never realized how lucky I was. I'm super fortunate. It's amazing. Um, very, very lucky. Obviously, I can't go anywhere right now. But if there is if there is like a, uh, a place or uh, a golf course specifically, um, how can I say this? I want to start traveling. I want to start making sort of travel vlogs um, mixed with golf kind of thing. Um, I want to go to just some crazy, crazy places that golf might not even exist there, you know. I want to go there, um, make a video about it, take a few people, play golf if we can. Um, I just think it'd be super fun and as well as making videos for memories. I think it'd be cool to almost make a sort of series out of it and put it on put it on YouTube, um, put it on the t- internet. Uh, but apart from that, yeah. Oh, and also course vlogs. I'm going to start doing course vlogs. Hopefully, one a week. 
Um, so be on the lookout for that. A lot of content coming. I'm excited. Feeling very good. Um, lockdown is easing a little bit, so the world's slowly getting back to normal. Um, yeah, I'm going to go put this dartboard up, make some burgers for dinner, and uh, get back to Warzone. Peace.